0: Welcome to episode two of Toxic Positivity Podcast. I'm Jillian. And I'm Izzy. So we were like kind of at a little bit of a loss trying to pick the like perfect topic for our first like real episode. And I feel like that's odd for us too. I know. Like we had something and then we're like no. And then we had something and then we were like no. Like it was really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a real struggle. But we finally decided to talk about something that everyone, well I mean. Hopefully, everyone experiences I mean, like, I hope so. I hope it's not just an yeah. us thing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, and that is social anxiety. But, like, here's the catch. We are in no place to give advice on how to deal with your social anxiety because we haven't figured it out yet, and we don't want to give shitty advice. Exactly. Um, so instead of giving shitty advice, we are going to make you laugh at us. And by the way, some of this, neither one of us, like, I don't know if you, uh, one of the stories that Jillian is going to be telling Yeah, I'm very excited about that. So, yeah. Um, so, initial reactions for some of these. Yes. But we are going to tell you some of our personal social anxiety story time, so you feel better about yours. Okay. Let's get started! Let's get started! Okay. So, this one... Okay. Honestly, this is... It's not niche, but it's more of something that you deal with when you're, like, a junior or senior in high school, and that is college tours. Um, earlier this year I went on a bunch of college tours in New England, so that includes like Vermont and Massachusetts, and I was mainly, I was so excited to go to a tour at Boston College, like I had had it set up for so long, I was so stoked, and I get there and I immediately am like, oh, what am I doing here? (laughs) So first off, I feel like, okay, college tours, you've gone on a few college tours too, Like, they can be a little bit social anxiety-inducing. Well, they are, because the, like, the elite... What are they called? The student tour guides. Yeah, guide the student person, tour guides. They are always so cheery, and, like, they, oh, they're like a God. walking advertisement for their school. And then all the kids, no one wants to talk. And then there's, like, the parents that ask the stupid questions. Yes! The worst! And then sometimes you get stuck with, like, that one kid that is just so annoying, that only asks about specific programs. It's like, how is the art program here? Where is the art building? Like What's the best kids. art teacher? Yeah, like, it's so... So pretentious. Yeah. So, it's just, like, there's a lot of things that go into college tours that make them, like, not difficult, but just, like, kind of embarrassing almost. Yeah. They're just not, they're not easy. They're not as easy as they should be. And, like, also, this is such a, like, a first world problem, but, like, choosing what you want to wear and making sure that you, like, look okay when you're going on college tours, I feel like it's a big thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways. um, I I had, this was my last college tour, and the ones that I got on before were, like, really small, like it was a group of, like... Five kids plus their parents, like that was it. So we get to Boston College and we're a few minutes late because it it was like kind of a long drive. And we pull up and they're like, Oh, they're in the first auditorium. And we're like, What do you mean auditorium? And they're like, The auditorium, like you're getting a talk, like talk to. And we're like, Okay. We get in the auditorium. I'm expecting max 15 people there, including students and their parents. No, it was totally full. When I say totally like full. Like the whole auditorium? The whole auditorium. Oh it God. was like over 100 people in there, which was weird because it was, wasn't was what I was expecting. Like, in general, I want I know I want to go to a smaller school, which probably won't happen. But like, I was just not expecting it. And my mom and I are late. Everyone turns around and looks at us when we go in. They're like students up there talking and they're talking about like, Whatever, like, I learned that their values don't align with mine, like, it's not the type of campus I want to live on, But Okay, Whatever. I want to know what they were talking about, though. Okay, they were talking about diversity and stuff, and first off, like, everyone in there was white. More specifically, they were all, like, super preppy. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, like, like rich kids. Rich kids. Super rich kids. When I say rich kids, I mean, like, girls were decked out in Lululemon, up. Uh, Uggs, all of them had, like, chunky highlights, or dyed black hair, even Is that a thing? Worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then all the boys were wearing, like, khakis, a button-up shirt, or a collared shirt with freaking loafers, okay? Like, mm. this is what I'm talking about, it was everyone there. And when I say everyone, I mean everyone. Um... And I was just like, oh, my God, I already know this is not my scene. Like, I literally pulled up and I was wearing, like, a $1 pair of jeans that I had thrifted, Doc Martens, and, like, a white shirt. Like, it wasn't anything out of the normal for me. I was actually probably more tame than what I usually wear. But it was just, like, not what everyone else is wearing. And, oh, my God, like, I got so many looks. And then they started talking about diversity. One kid asked, they were like, what does diversity look like on your campus? I'd gone to, like, a bunch of other different colleges before this, and they were all talking about, like, actual diversity. Like, multiple associations, multiple clubs, whether that was cultural diversity, racial diversity, or, like, sexuality. Like, you know what I mean? Like, gay people, straight people, whatever. Like, gay-straight alliances and stuff. The, literally, the guy on stage had the audacity to say, oh, we have one. And they were like, What? He's like one. We have um one association. I mean, it's growing. It's getting there, but we have one association. The kid is like, "What is the association for?" And he's like, "Diversity." <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah, no, like I'm not even fucking with you. Like one, one, and one for all of the minorities. <laughs> yes, and by the way, this co this is the biggest one that I looked at. Like it was big, and also this is like a Jesuit college. Like I'm not religiously fi- like. I'm not religious in any way, so this was just, like, I wanted to go there for so long because it had, like, good lacrosse, and of course now I'm not even in lacrosse anymore. But that's a whole different story. But yeah, and I was just so excited to go, look at this place! And literally, he's like, one. And I'm immediately like, oh, fuck. I can't do this. <laughs> so they split us all up into tour groups, which takes 30 minutes because there's 100 people there and five different, to- like, 20, 10 different tour guides or whatever. Uh-huh. So we start touring the campus, and there are just people walking on the campus, and they're all in their, like, preppy little outfits and stuff. And my mom and I are just, like, sticking out like a sore thumb. And I'm like, this is not, this is not for me. This is not for me. Um, and it was just so embarrassing. I ended up leaving the tour early. Oh my god, did you really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, we left the tour early. That was like the main reason we went to Boston too. We left the tour early. Oh my god, wow. Yeah. So, So it was just like, that really taught me, you need to go to the colleges you want to look at first. Yeah. Like, if you're interested in a college, you need to go there. Like, I don't care what the diversity ratings say online, I don't, like, you need to go there and just experience it for yourself. Cause it, yeah. But wow. yeah, surely so anxiety was at its peak there, especially when everyone turned around and looked at me when he walked in. <laughs> mm, yeah, fun. all right, is it my turn? Yes. Okay, so I'm so whole, excited for this one. I had a whole other thing planned out for my first story. But then, like, something happened in seventh period today that literally (laughs) caused me to change this. And I was like, Izzy, I'm not telling you because I want to, like, hear what you, like, your actual reaction. Oh, my God. And I wanted to know so bad, too. Yeah. So, it's more funny than anything, but it was, like, really bad in the moment. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. So, I'm chilling in seventh period today. I actually had two different subs today, like, fifth and seventh period. So, I'm kind of, like, in this daze of not really doing any actual schoolwork. Mm Mm-hmm. And so for seventh period, which was bio, my teacher had left us some like packets to work on whatever easy. Yeah. And so I'm working on it. It's like easy shit. Like I swear. Was to it God. the SpongeBob one? Yeah. Yeah, we it did was that earlier like, too. Um, genetics and like Punnett squares, but like for seventh graders. Like it wasn't bad. It like, was super easy. There was like a thing on our computers to help us walk through it. Like it was so simple. But like the thing about my bio class is that there's only like four of us that actually do the work. Same. So I'm, like, working through it or whatever, and I happen to just do things really fast. I don't know why this is, but, like, something stuck with me from those, like, third-grade times tables or something. Because oh my god. I feel the need to rush through all of my work, and, like, I don't even... I'm not, like, a bad rusher through. I just, like, you know, I get things done quickly. I'm really good at writing fast. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So, I'm getting things done fast, and she's walking around, and she's, like, this sub is just weird. She's, like, off the bat, she's, like, super, like, excited when she was, like, ta- taking attendance instead of just calling out people's names. She went around the class and came up to each individual's desk and, like, put her hand on their back and was, like, hi, what's your name? Ew. I'm Miss So-and-So. And then she was, every single person, she was, like, wow, what a great name. Every single person. <laughs> like, oh, your name is Jack? What a great name. Yeah. Anyway, so clearly she's just wacky to begin with. And then she's like cheering everyone on in my class. And like, of course the assholes in my class are like going back and forth with her. They're like, oh, this is so hard. This is so much work. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you guys got it. You guys just need to persevere. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, Jesus. And then she's like, okay, here's the thing. So I've hydrated enough today. So for the first person that finishes the packet, you guys can have my limoncello LaCroix. It's my favorite flavor. And she puts it up on the counter, and she's like, whoever finishes first gets this LaCroix. And it's probably, like, lukewarm, like, in flat. (laughs) Um, so I finally, I finished my packet, like, you know, in 20 minutes, because it was not hard. Yeah, it was really easy. I did it today, too. And so I finish it, and I'm just sitting there, like, scrolling through my computer for a minute. She's walking around. She looks over. She's like, oh, look, you're on the back page. Oh, my God! You finished! (laughs) My name down for my teacher or whatever and I'm like okay she's like my, like, my name's Jillian <laughs> and then she's like everybody <laughs> no <laughs> Jillian The one person doing it. It was like she was doing it as a joke, but also it was like making fun of me. Like, you know oh. what I mean? Like, it felt so targeted. I was like, oh my god, I hope no one thinks that I actually like wanted to win. Like, I didn't show it to her. She's like, why didn't you show me? And then she, she runs back over to the desk and she picks up the LaCroix. <laughs> and she walks back over and she's like, Jillian, congrats, here's your LaCroix. And she's like, I'm sorry, i might be a little lukewarm now. It's been sitting out a while. Oh my god. I ended up like passing it off to another kid in my class. Dude, I would die. dude, Dude, for a second when everyone is clapping at me, I just like sat there like with my, like I just did not, I froze and just looked at my desk. I was like, I did not know what to do. Literally, bio, I always have really embarrassing experiences. It's just, it sucks. Like, it sucks. Literally, one time, I had finished the work. That bio work is literally, okay, at least in our case, for our curriculum or right over, it's just memorization. And even then, it's not very hard memorization. Yeah. So... But well, we're also, we picked, like, standard level biology instead of higher level. Yeah, so that's so our So we're breezing through. <laughs> Anyways, so, like, I've literally had experiences where I've gone ahead and, like, finished my worksheet, and a teacher asks a question... And I like answer it, like basically word for word, because I had finished it already, like using the definitions they had provided for us. And like literally, I've been called out for looking ahead. That's why I just don't respond to my teacher's questions anymore. I just like rush through my work and then finish. Because she literally. doesn't even teach anything, she just reads the slides Same. really, really slowly. Really slow. And then waits for 10 seconds after, like for people to. It's just ridiculous. Anyway, I thought that story would make you laugh. Yeah, it was really funny. She was so excited about it. She's like, we have a winner! Oh my god. So embarrassing. Literally so embarrassing. I would, like, I would die. Yeah. Okay. I did for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is more of a generalized thing, but, okay, tryouts for sports, as well as exercising in public, period. Okay. Okay. So basically, I just feel like any tryout for any sport causes immense social anxiety for me. Like, doesn't matter if I'm good at it, doesn't matter if I'm horrible at it, like, for example, I tried out for the golf team for literally no reason, and I had never played before, and I embarrassed myself a lot. But anyways, I made the team, so it's fine. I made varsity. but anyways... There's no JV team. There's no... <laughs> there's just one team, but you made it! I made it. Anyways, but yeah, so like, literally, when I'm trying out, like, what if I mess up? What if I look stupid? Is my like, outfit bad? Is my hair messed up? What do you mean is your outfit bad? Isn't it just, like, exercise clothes? Yes, but, like, there's good and bad exercise okay. clothes. I don't know if this makes sense. And then also, like, my face gets immensely red when I'm, like, exercising, what, at all? My face gets red when I'm just outside and it's Yeah, warm. no, see, <laughs> No, my face just gets so red. So, it's just, like, so bad. And then specifically, like, I just hate tryouts because it's, like, everyone's looking at you. If you mess up, They know it's you. Like, I don't know how to, like, it's just so bad. And, like, you always feel so shitty for messing up. Like, it's just a whole thing. And especially, like, once, if you make the team. Or once you make the team. When you're playing sports or playing, like, a sporting event. Like, one time I had a lacrosse game. And, of course, we're playing, like, in the stadium at our school. Mm -hmm. And there were people watching it. And this is when I first started playing, and I had just stopped playing soccer, so I was wearing neon yellow <laughs> soccer cleats. Oh my god. No, to you To play lacrosse? Oh my god. There I was. I was in eighth grade, too, so this was just a rough time for me. And I was standing on sidelines like I was about to go on, and then all of a sudden all of these upperclassmen boys from the high school, because I was on the JV team, which is a high school team or whatever, when I was in middle school, yell at me and say, NICE CLEATS! No, yeah. During a game, that's so embarrassing. Literally, it was so bad. It was so embarrassing. So embarrassing. And I was wearing neon yellow cleats. I kind of deserved it. And I have neon yellow goggles, (laughs) for like. (laughs) Anyway, color coordinated. Color coordinated. Um. Yeah. So just like I don't know. So embarrassing. So stressful. Not to mention, the first game I ever played where I had a friend go to it, I got hurt. Oh my god. Were you at that game? No, I did not go. I had something, I had had something, because I almost, I almost went. Yeah, um, I got hurt. I was literally on the sidelines, like, it was so bad, I don't even know, like, it's just any sport they're playing outside or, like, trying out for, it's just, like, causes so much anxiety and social anxiety, (laughs) and then also, like, running in public, like, I go and runs like, through my neighborhood or whatever, and it's just so embarrassing, like, I literally, I'm been running before and someone that I had dated previously was running behind me and yelled at me I was wearing a uh, lacrosse shirt and this person that I dated literally came up behind me and was like, oh my god, are the lacrosse girls starting to condition? And he started, he's on a cross country team, and he started running around me and noticed it was me, looked at me, and then went, oh, never mind, and That's- then kept running. Oh, that's so embarrassing. Yeah. And of course I was running like at a leisurely pace cuz I'm not trying to impress anybody. And it was just oh horrible. It was horrible. It was so bad. I've also been running and like the house next to mine, uh, there's always teenagers at it for some reason. And there's there was teenagers live there and they have their friends over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, for some reason. There's always teenagers over there. <laughs> you sound like an old woman that lives the <laughs> door and like watches them. Anyways, I was running on their street. And there was someone in a Jeep parked outside of their house, and they flicked me off as I ran past them! Yes. Did you know them? No. I didn't see their face. It's so weird. Yeah. So I've had a lot of interesting... Anyways. Yeah, yeah, no, it's embarrassing, because when I walk my dog and stuff, because I'll go far, and I'll walk through, like, my old neighborhood, and it's mm-hmm. just, like, if I see anyone, I, like, avoid eye contact, or I'll, like, turn on another literally. street. Like, it's so embarrassing. I'll cross the street. Yeah. Like, it's so embarrassing. Because sometimes I'll be walking, and then people will be out with their friends, like, people I used oh to be friends yeah. with. Oh, my And then they're out with their friends, and I'm like, oh, fuck, like, where am I supposed to go now? <laughs> no, literally. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Second story from me. So, um, most of my stories are coming from school. Yeah. And I think actually all of my stories happen at school, and I think maybe that's a sign that I should drop out. <laughs> because I just peak peak of my social anxiety. School in general yeah, is just social anxiety. Just walking anxiety. through the hallways stresses oh, so me bad. the fuck out. Like So, so awful. bad. Okay, so this little story is from the beginning <laughs> of the school year. When I just answered a question really wrong in class. So let's, let me set the scene for you. Izzy and I, this is the only class we have together. It's our IBHL Lit class. So it's so fun. It's so fun, but it's like... Hardcore like smart people class like yeah you have to say smart shit in order to like even talk <laughs> like yeah. so this is the beginning of the school year we hadn't started reading anything yet so we were just kind of reading some passages from The Great Gatsby which we all read last year and we were kind of like analyzing them like just for fun like not for fun but like for good practice before yeah. we actually dove into any literature. So I like think I've discovered something. We have to, <laughs> so we also we had to read this book over the summer called How to Read Literature Like a Professor oh by God. someone, someone Foster, Dr. Foster. Dr. And <laughs> anyway, this book has like been the reference of our whole how we read books now. Basically, he says that there's like basic symbols in books, and this is what it has to mean according yeah. to him, and that is how our lit class is like based. Yeah, that's just how it works. Anyway, so the biggest thing what we were talking about was. It was like if there's water, then it's like a baptism, and yeah. that's like the start, start like a changing, starting over point for this character. Mm-hmm. So we're reading this thing in *The Great Gatsby*, and I think I've discovered it. I'm like, okay, they're standing at the water, and I'm like, this is it. They're looking at baptism. They're looking at change. Like this is about to be a turning point. They're just looking right at it. And I yeah. share this with in the class. I'm so excited. I'm like, I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> My lit teacher goes, hmm. Not really. And, okay, you know how most she teachers... She does this a lot, by Most teachers mind. are, like, not quite, like, and they'll, like, just... They'll make move you feel on. like you did something right, and then they'll just move on. She's, like, goes, not really. And then it, she's, like, this is what's actually happening in the scene. It turns out I misunderstood the passage. Oh. And they weren't actually standing in front of the water. They were just, sta- like, looking at the water through a window for, like, two seconds. Like, a <laughs> sentence of the chapter we were looking at. And I, like, was so embarrassed. She's like, no, not really. And then she proceeds to spend, like, five minutes explaining why that was wrong. I remember this. It was so embarrassing. I wanted to, like, crawl into a hole and, like, drop out of the Ivy diploma <laughs> program. It was just oh. awful. It was so bad. And, like, I wanted to say something smart. And I think I said it like I was a smart person, too. I was like, I really think that this <laughs> epitomizes the changing point in Gatsby and Daisy's relationship. And then she's like, fuck no. <laughs> she's like, denied. Yeah, exactly. It was so oh my embarrassing. God. That reminds me, I literally just thought about this. This is another story from bio class. Literally everything bad happens in bio. <laughs> okay, at the beginning of the year, icebreakers. Icebreakers are the fucking worst. Icebreakers honorable are the worst. Mention. This is another honorable mention, but I thought it was good to just mention it now. Icebreakers are the worst. And... At this point in time, we were in bio, we were doing these icebreakers where you took a piece of paper, you wrote down either your favorite movie, favorite show, or favorite book, and then you crumpled it up really small and threw it around the room at someone. This, I did not do this. this yeah, sounds we nice. did this. Anyways, so at this time, I was, like, balls deep in Game of Thrones. I was obsessed with it. I have a Game of Thrones shirt now. Anyways, so I wrote on the piece of paper game of thrones and (laughs) then i threw it also can i mention someone threw it at me and hit me in the face what yeah someone threw their piece (laughs) of paper at me and it hit me in the face and at this point i was sitting by myself (laughs) anyways so i threw my piece of paper and it was the one person who i did not want to pick it up yeah and actually coincidentally enough Yeah, so, it was the one person I did really, at this point, did not want to pick it up. And everyone else just didn't really say anything. Like, they would just read off the piece of paper that they got or whatever. No. This asshole picks up my piece of paper, opens it, and says, Who the fuck likes Game of Thrones? Like, it's not even relevant anymore. That doesn't even make any sense. That show's not even good. That's so mean. Meanwhile, I was literally sitting behind him. That's so awkward. And I was just sitting there, and I was like, oh, what did he write down? Rick and Morty? <laughs> That's so awkward. Anyways, yeah, it was just really embarrassing, and I was, it was horrible. All right, move on to story three. Story You've, like, interjected three. so many mini stories. I'm sorry. I, like, keep remembering stuff <laughs> that I wasn't thinking about this before. Okay, story three. Um, overall, just socially, okay, this is really, I don't know if this just, just happened to me, But basically, before I realized that I like women, I would go on a lot of dates with random ass boys who told me that they liked me. And I was like, oh, they like me? Okay, I like them. They weren't cute ones either. No. No. So I would be like, okay, I'm going to go on a date with you. (sighs) And every single time I would go on these forced as hell dates, usually this was in middle school. This happened a lot in middle school, a little bit freshman year. Actually, a lot in freshman year. And sophomore year. (laughs) Anyways, I would go on these dates. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Actually, yeah. Um, Anyways, so I would go on these dates with straight dudes because I was just confused as hell. Um, Anyways, I would just. These dates would make me so incredibly insecure. I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh my god, what if someone sees me with them? <laughs> I literally... This is the worst thing that has ever happened to me in my life. Oh my god, I cannot hold their hand. <laughs> it's, why is his hand sweaty? Why is he putting his arm around my shoulder? Like, I would literally move away from them. Wow. It was so bad. Like, I don't know what was going on in this time period of my life. Like, it literally made me, like... So I going to the point where I was like feeling sick, literally. Like I don't know why I kept doing this to myself. I thought this was normal. I was like, "Oh, I'm just excited." No, that's not excited. I'm sorry. I can't even laugh. I feel so bad. No, it's kind of funny. (laughs) A little bit, but like, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, Yeah, there was also a few times where like I was seen out in public with someone that I was quote unquote dating whatever and someone would be like oh my god are you guys dating and the guy who I was with would be like yeah and I'd be like no we're just (laughs) friends (laughs) which is not technically true at the time (laughs) anyways that's so awkward really bad just so embarrassing such bad that caused me social anxiety when it didn't need to it it was just so bad well, now I feel stupid wrapping it up with my story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Well, to. To, this happened to me too at the beginning of the year. So, at the beginning of the school year, I hadn't really settled back in. I mean, come on, like, you have to give me some credit. Like, it was bad. Like, we got just finished, like, the whole, like, this was our first, like, full time yeah. at school. We hadn't had lunch at school last year, so this is my first time eating lunch at school this year. I'm settling into my new schedule, like, whatever. I haven't... The only person I talked to for, like, a year was Izzy, so (laughs) I was, like, clearly had no social skills. So... On the second day of school, we had, like, a different lunch schedule. On the first day, I was able to find someone, and I was able to talk to them. And then on the second day, I could not find someone for the life of me. I was like, okay, first day, you know, the plan worked. I found somebody. Yeah. The second day, the plan did not work. So I just <laughs> sit down, and I just eat my lunch by myself. And I continued to do this for, like, the first couple of weeks of school until I found some people to sit with. Mm-hmm. But... So I started by sitting inside. Like, we have a nice courtyard area where, yeah. like, where I could have sat outside. But, okay, it was, like, hot. It was, like, August in Georgia, which fucking sucks. It's, like, 95. You're, it's really hot. Yeah, so I sat inside. And so I'm sitting there. It's working for, like, a couple like a couple weeks. This works. And then one day, I'm, like, I'm already embarrassed enough. Like, I'm sitting at, the, like, this table. Like, no one's around me. <laughs> like, it's just, it feels so awkward. Like, I see people that I know, but, like, not good enough friends to, like, sit with. And so yeah. it was just awkward. And to top it all off... This is the day I finally decided to relocate outside into the heat. Some freshman walks up to me, and he's like, "Hi, hi. Um, can I get your number for my friend over there?" And he like <laughs> gestures to a table over there, and I'm like, uh, "No." And then he's like, Oh oh, I'm I'm sorry, whatever. And then walks away and then I'm like, I this is it. Like I was just attempted, like some kid had sent his friend over there, like like we're in middle school and I was like, No, I'm fuck this, I'm done. I went and sat outside for a while. But honestly, outside might be worse because there's this giant like floor to ceiling window right in front of the courtyard. So if you're sitting at like one of the fire cycles, outside sees everyone sees you. It's so bad. Super embarrassing. Like, there was one time where I was doing this too, and then for a while, I was sitting with a group of people I didn't know. Like, <laughs> at all. Like, I literally didn't know them. It was bad. Yeah. I mean, it's better than sitting alone, though. Is it, though? Uh, no, though. Yeah. All right, and now it's time for some honorable mentions. Yeah. Literally seeing anybody you know in public. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Or, like, when someone waves and you think they're waving at you, but they're not waving oh, at you, and you wave back worst. anyway. I, I wish I saw, times. Like, I don't run into you in public anywhere. No. One time in, like, eighth grade, I saw you at Publix. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was with my dad. We stopped and talked to you and your mom for, like, a <laughs> couple minutes. But, you know, it's fine. You don't remember. But that was it. That's, like, the one time I've ever run into you in Publix. Never ran into you. I remember one time, though, this happened earlier this year. We were at Publix. Like, you came to Publix with my mom and I, and we literally ran into your dad. Because my dad dad practically lives at Publix. Like, he shops there all the time. It's his favorite store. And, like, he loves grocery shopping, so he goes there all the time. Yeah. So it was not very... Yeah, I mean, it kind of worked. He just drove me home. Yeah, so... I'd been with Izzy, like, all day, so she just... We just did a little transfer there unintentionally. Yeah. But I always see, like, the most random people in public. It's always the people I don't want to see. Yeah. If I'm out driving somewhere. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I'll, at least you have, like, the power if you're driving. But if you're walking somewhere and you see someone in the car. It's so bad. It's so embarrassing. Like, it's so bad. Or, like, driving. Okay. Driving and being seen while you're driving, but not in, like, a cool way. No. Like, if you're trying to park and it takes you And like it takes you a park. really long time. Or, like, one time I almost hit someone I knew who was walking inside. oh <laughs> No! <laughs> I was in the car. Yeah! Why don't I remember this at all? No, he, like, literally just started walking in the sidewalk, and I literally, like, I stopped so quickly, my car made, like, a screeching noise. The fact that this is just not in my memory is scaring me so much. Oh my god, I'll tell you who it is after this. Okay. Um, Izzy was dropping me off the other day, and so she pulls up into, like, one of the spots in front of my house, and she hits, like, she goes onto the curb. And there were a bunch of people walking by right then, too. She, like, hit the curb. She had, like, to the point where she had to drive off the curb because she was so far onto it. <laughs> I was literally half on the sidewalk. Yeah. It was bad. It was very bad. My social anxiety was bad when I'm working, too. Like, oh, up until, yeah. like, recently, I finally gotten good at it. But, like, for some... Like, I can't believe I'm working customer service because having to talk to people, I'm like, hi. At least you're good at it. I was not it. took practice, it. though. I've been working, like, for almost a year. Try. Like, when I first started, I was the worst. I'd just be like, can I... Would you, like... Ice cream. <laughs> Do you want to eat something? Like, it, it was, are you was, hungry? Yeah. <laughs> Do you like um, the that stuff that I, we sell here? <laughs> yeah. It was, it was so bad. Literally. Oh my god. Um, my next honorable mention. I don't know if this happens to you, but this happens to me. But like talking on the phone with people you don't know. So ordering food, or like I had a few experiences with this place where I got my ears and nose pierced. Like in such a, I have to write down a script. <laughs> do you really? Yes. Aww. So bad. Okay, I'm worse with talk, I've, like, gotten a good practice with hoarding food on the phone, because I, like, I, I act like it's, like, acting, like, I yeah. do, it's like, a, like, that kind of thing, and it's, like, improv, but talking to people I do know on the phone, for some reason, that gives me such bad social anxiety. Oh my god, yeah, I, like, Like, having to, like... You're the only person I can talk to on the phone and not be, like, wanting to get off of the phone really quickly. Because it always feels awkward, or, like, I'll call my grandparents sometimes, and sometimes my grandparents are just, like, busy, and they can't talk to me, and so the conversation has to feel so forcibly, like, rushed or something. Or, like, when your grandparents are talking to you, and, like, they won't stop talking. (laughs) I don't know if that, like, my abuela, you will be on the phone with her for so long... To the point where she's repeating things. Oh. Just to get you to stay on the phone. Which is kind of cute. But also, like... Even when I call my parents, I sometimes feel weird talking on the phone with no, them. No, same! Like, sometimes I just don't know when it's like... Because literally I'll call them for, like, just to say something for two seconds. And it's, like, just not... It doesn't have to be awkward. And then it's, like, on the call and I'm like, okay, bye! Bye! Do you ever call your parents when you're driving because you can't yes. text because you're driving? Yes. And the first thing they go is, oh my god, is everything okay? Yeah. Every single time I call my dad, I'm like, "Hey, I'm going to Starbucks. Do you want anything?" He's like, "Is everything okay? Did you crash the car?" <laughs> like, they have no trust in my driving skills. Yeah, I have my own car, so at this point, I think my parents are like, "It's your responsibility." Okay. What about you, though? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess if you could call, then yeah, you're probably fine, dude. But the amount of times like I've been driving and almost like seriously gotten into an accident. Jesus <laughs> like the other day, I was driving. I was driving to golf, <laughs> and. <laughs> And I was trying to put up my hair, and I literally like on my steering wheel and swerved on the other side of the road. Why were you putting up your hair while you were driving? Cause I was late. No. Oh god. But nobody else was on the other side of the road, so it's fine. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that would be an appropriate place to end our episode. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to, like, our first official episode. Yeah, thank you so much. This is really fun, actually. Yeah. Okay, we're going to have another episode come out in two weeks, so make sure to tune in then and check out our other podcast, you know, Teen Girls Investigate Crime. Heck yeah. Don't listen to it already. And follow us on Instagram at toxicpositivity.podcast. Bye.